Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Welcome to a very special episode of Momming. We just celebrated Mother's Day, so we wanted to take the opportunity to feature some of the most influential and important women in our lives, our moms. Yay, moms. (laughs) On today's episode, we get to interview Rachel's mom, Yvonne. And hopefully get some really good dirt on Rachel. There's no dirt. (laughs) It's all shiny and jewels. (laughs) So funny. Pearly white. You have to to talk to the siblings for dirt. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. Oh, my gosh. Shatter all my ideas of how perfect I was as a child. (laughs) Just kidding. So Yvonne has been married 39 years. Same as my mom. We just found out. And they were married in the same month, which is crazy. Yeah. Rachel and I were bound to be best friends. We were. Way back then. It was written. <laughs> but she's been married for 39 years. She's three grown daughters and two grandsons. She helps oversee the women's ministry at Calvary Vista, among many other things. Yvonne, thank you for being on the show today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I've learned so many things about being a mom. 30 years too late. But um, no, I love all the things you ladies are, are doing through this podcast. Super good. So two things, you have a really nice radio voice now that it's coming through. And second of all, (laughs) my mom was the first person I floated momming podcast idea to. Oh, We were walking in the park and I was like, I have this idea. Yep. And then you were the second person. And then it was born. Stacey. (laughs) It was first. Actually, Jamie was second. So you were third. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm super thrilled to have you on the show today. Mm. I tell people this all the time. But um, my mom is really one of my best friends. I think other than like a year or two in junior high, (laughs) we always had a a really good and sweet relationship. And I feel like when I had kids, that totally took it to like another level because Mm -hmm. I realized how much I needed my mom Mm -hmm. on a totally different level. Mm -hmm. But anyway, a first question I wanted to kind of ask you is who had the most influence and in what way on you as you became a mom and were raising kids? Well, in the early years, even before I became a mom, I have to say my own mom. And then right away, I have to add my dad to that Mm -hmm. because they had a really beautiful partnership and they Modeled. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> this was hard to, yeah. to prepare for this, but you know, they modeled a faith filled love first for each other and then just really sacrificially served and nurtured and established our family. And though their life wasn't perfect, I loved it and um, it really inspired me. And I was like, I want that. And I found a good man, a great man, my husband, who wanted that too. And so we partnered um, in the pursuit of faith and family um, with those same values that they modeled for us. And motherhood began. So as my kids got a little older, like school-aged, unfortunately, um, sadly for me, not for her, but my mom went home to heaven very young. And I kind of felt a little lost in those years, Um, you know, a little lonely, a little bit of mom identity crisis. 
But God is so good, and we were part of this amazing faith family at our church, and, and it had a school. And I joined Women's Bible Study, and we were in a home group with amazing families, and I put the girls in school. And those were definitely life-changing decisions for me because I was greatly influenced by sitting in circles with like-minded women, all different types of moms, some married, single, older, younger, natural, foster moms, and adoptive moms. And we just did life together um, as friends and sisters in Christ. And we faced the highs and the lows, and we grew, and we helped each other. And it was great for me as a mom, and I think it was great for my children. And part of that was this group of older women, not necessarily older in age, but just older in life and maturity, who were willing to come alongside us and teach us and encourage us both practically and spiritually. And that really filled, I think, that kind of void of, of my mom not being around in those those middle years. So um, I'm really grateful for those great influences mm. that I had in my formative mom years. That's a blessing. It's like one more really good example of why the body of Christ is so important. So important. I yes. mean, we just had a, um, a friend on who was a single mom and mm-hmm. the body of Christ. I mean, mm-hmm. can we just talk about being yep. the hands and feet of Jesus yeah. and mm-hmm. and the and how he uses people to fill those gaps and to bring wisdom and support and all of those things. Mm-hmm. I love I love our church. Okay, I love the church. Jesus's church. Amen. <laughs> um, so, it's kind of switching gears a little bit. What are some of the biggest differences you can see from when you were raising my sisters and myself mm-hmm. to now, like as me raising, and, mm-hmm. you know, Stacy raising her kids and me raising ours. Mm-hmm. Times have changed. They they have, but they haven't. Um, <laughs> um, most issues are similar, and I think Christy hit on that when uh-huh. you um, talked to her. And she's like, you know, there's really nothing new under the sun. Right. We're moms with kids. Um, we need Jesus. They need Jesus. And even though the times are more modern and progressive and advanced, we it's still worldly. You know, mm-hmm. so. The main difference I see is the intensity, Mm. and um, it's on steroids Mm. right now. Um, But I don't think it really should surprise us because Scripture tells us that the signs of the times are marked by labor Mm. pains. We've all birthed children, (laughs) and we know it gets intensifies before the delivery. Mm -hmm. So um, I think moms face so much more at a quicker pace. The lines are always moving. I just think that can be exhausting and exasperating. And you really have to be discerning and prayerful, um, hold fast to the promises and the truth of God's word, while also walking in love and grace with that, that biblical lens that sees the world as worldly, sees the world as a place that needs Jesus, and and that's why we're in these times that we're we're living in. And you have done some great podcasts on a lot of those relatable topics. So if anyone's listening that hasn't mm. listened to them, they should go back because <laughs> it's really good. So even though I see moms facing things with more intensity, I have to say I see your generation responding with a lot more mm. intensity, and I mean that in a good good way. Um, I watch and I and I listen, um, and I see you moms, especially when you're advocating for your kids. Mm. I feel like my generation was the like we're cute mama bears, you know, like don't mess with our little cubs, <laughs> and your generation is like 
we're warrior women. You know, <laughs> we're Nehemiah moms. You know, we've got the commission. We've got a sword in one hand and a trowel in the other, and we see the uh, the enemy, and mm. we're building and establishing the you know our kids and their lives. And don't mess with us because mm. we're warrior moms. So, <laughs> but um, if you want to get saved, let us know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, while I think your generation's facing so much more, it's. I'm watching an amazing generation, and if the Lord tarries, I'm like, I'm I'm not fearful. Mm. I, I I see you guys ready and advocating and good to go. Mm. That's awesome. That's really mm-hmm. encouraging because sometimes is. it doesn't feel that way. I know when yeah. you're in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it feels like a battle. I was just that's way. exactly what I was you know, going to say. It feels yeah. like I I'm afraid for my kids, mm-hmm. and not only that, I'm afraid if they grow up and they have kids. <laughs> But I think every generation kind of says that, that, you know, when you're in the 60s and you're like, oh, what's coming with my kids? The 70s. Oh, look at the world. Or you're like the first century church and Nero is your president. And you're like, oh, my gosh, what if my kids have kids? Like, who's going to be Caesar then? Like, exactly. That was like one of the main reasons I didn't want kids because I just always would go back to here again with the fearful being afraid you know but going back to in Matthew when it's talking about the end times and it says like woe to them who have children Mm -hmm. I'm like why would I have children he's telling me not to have children (laughs) (laughs) you know that is awesome thank you for the encouragement yes it is good yes you ready for the tough one sure (laughs) here it comes if you had to go back or if you could go back would you do anything differently as a mom back Back, back. back, back, back. (laughs) That's a hard question because you always look back and go, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? Um, You you could just write a novel with all that kind of stuff in it. Um, But I did really think about this question. And I think if I could pinpoint one thing that I would have done differently, it is that I would have endeavored to see and interact with each of my girls more in their own unique personhood, mm-hmm. like how they learn and how they respond to things, their their personalities, their their strengths, their dreams, you know, because God is such a great designer. Um, he's into diversity and intrinsic and detail. And I, I wish I would have taken more time to see how he made them early, mm-hmm. earlier on um, and then come alongside them with more love and grace and help them run in those lanes that he he designed for them, not that I'm designing for them. You know, you three girls are all so mm-hmm. different. Um, and when you have your firstborn, you feel so much of the pressure of, I, I need to do this right, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I want to get the system down and, and make the mold. Um, but the other ones come along and they don't fit never in that mold. <laughs> it never, ever, ever is that way, ever. And nor, sh- yeah. and nor should they, right. and nor should they. So I would just say, today let those one size fits all expectations go because you're just setting yourself up for a lot of frustration and and when I look back I I look like that I see that I lost some of the quality time in the formative years to really help them thrive kind of in their own in their own space and in their own um, learning styles so um, that's that's a little bit what I would do differently so don't you think though like in those years, like the years we're currently in, Stacy and I, mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like it's survival mode. Mm-hmm. And like you work, I mean, you worked yep. many hours out outside of the home. Right. Like now I feel like, especially because of COVID, 
everyone's can like, we, we have side hustles, right? Like we can do things to bring right. in money, but we're not necessarily away from our children as much as like someone who's out of the home in an right. office, right? Yep. right. So, so part of me is like, okay, there has to be this balance between like, yes, investing in each child as they need, but like the bills have to be paid right? <laughs> and dinner has to be made. Like right. sometimes I think in these, gru- I call them like the grueling years because it's so physically demanding. Mm-hmm. Like you're just trying to like get through the day. Right. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, I, I th- even think back on to when my kids were very young and there were times where like, I, w- like, I felt like I hadn't slept. And so even the prospect <laughs> of like making dinner seemed overwhelming right? <laughs> because you're exhausted and you're like, okay, well, everyone's diapers clean. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I washed my hair, you know, so that's <laughs> right. good enough for today. Right. But I, you're right. It's not really fair to ask people to look back because it's easier to see like those things right. that aren't that at the time yeah. weren't like the most practical. Well, that things. and too, like even you and I right now, like in my life, I could say if I could do things differently now, I would do them differently. Right. Now. Right. If I didn't have to work, I wouldn't work. Right. And I'd spend that time with them, investing in them. But right. that's not right. the reality of, right. of it, you know, yeah. and we have to have grace on ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think true, that's yeah. the part too where you have to remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and, and distinctly made by God. And so when you see in scripture, you know, your work's in progress and he's mm. going to complete a work that he began, that life really is a process and a journey. And you don't just ever like, okay, I've got it down. It's I've got it. Right. We're done, you know. So, um, but looking back can be like, ah. Totally. That's why it's a hard, you know, you mm. don't ever want to live in the past or re- rehash mm. or relive things, mm-hmm. you know, but it is good to I, I think how the Lord has kind of scrubbed my girls' minds because <laughs> even now we'll talk about things and I'll be like, oh, I so wish I wouldn't have been this, that. And they're like, really? Were you like that? Yeah. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, yeah. for, <laughs> for taking that memory or that disaster yeah. out of their minds. Yeah, yeah. they're very he, gracious and they still are. is faithful to do that. I think mm-hmm. about that a lot. Yeah, so. That is great. Well, switching gears a little bit mm-hmm. to a different track. Do you find that mothering stops when your mm-hmm. children become <laughs> adults? In what ways does it change as your kids grow? Um, you know, being a mom, um, it's a beautiful calling. It really is. It's, um, I knew, Dave and I talk about this a lot, that, you know, it's like, I know I was made mm. for this. Mm-hmm. To, I know I was made to be his wife and to be the mom of these girls mm-hmm. and the grandmom of these boys and Lord willing down the road some more. But, um, and, and he has a saying that says, um, how can water not be wet? Like, mm. how can you not, how can you stop being a mom? You yeah. can't. Now mothering definitely changes um, and changed as they became adults and are living in the adulting world right now. <laughs> Honestly, for me, I love this season of motherhood. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I'm excited. <laughs> it's freeing, much more relational because you're adults, you know, and um, my girls, I would say, are my best friends after um, my husband. And I love to talk and spend time with them. Um, we share faith and love of family gatherings and outdoor stuff when time permits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had to learn to step back and to be slow to speak and to be a better listener um, and not want to rush in and solve and rescue, which is a mom DNA thing <laughs> that I, does not go away. I will tell you ladies now, it doesn't go away. It's just how you can apply it. It looks 
difference. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I pray a lot more for mm-hmm. my children as adults than I remember praying. I think different prayers. I think my my prayers when they were little was like, Lord, please help me. I don't know how to do this, you yeah. know. And and just now I pray that they would be drawn to him and hear his voice and all those things. So, And I have to say it is one of my greatest joys as a mom to see them as adults, to see you and your sisters, you mm-hmm. know, be friends and confidants and helpers and prayer partners. And um, I'm often the last to know what's going on <laughs> in these circles. Um, you know, one of them will be like, so have you talked to daughter A. And I'll be like, uh, no. And they're like, uh-oh. <laughs> so, but you know, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's it's really um, very beautiful to to see your children, really you know, in those relationships together. So always a mom, but yes, mothering is not smothering <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> when they're good. adults. Yeah. It, it definitely changes. So yeah, we were going back to the, when Rob was interviewing us and he's like, what is your view on Mother's Day? And I was like, well, it's not about me, is it? You know, mm-hmm. like, I said it it's a Hallmark holiday. If it was, yeah, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But I was like, if it's up to me, I'd do a spa day or I'd be mm-hmm. by myself and take a bath, you know? Right. But he's like, it changes. And I think as they become adults, like who better to do those things with when you're when your kids are older and right. more mature? Yep. It's awesome. Love It'd it. It'd be so fun. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Do you have any last words and encouragement? Like anything that you would just like for anyone listening? I think the thing I would say to everyone listening is remember, it's not all on you. Mm. You know, you're in a partnership with the Lord and he started it. You know, he confidently chose you, chose you uh, to nurture and love and protect and, and shape these little lives. Um, so trust his choice of you and uh, trust his promises and his provision to help you um, in that lifelong calling of motherhood, whatever it looks like. You know, you you mentioned the body of Christ before, and, and I talked about how that was an influential stage. Um, you know, community, um, not the it takes a village type of community thing, but, you know, um, the, there is design in, in not trying to do it all. By yourself, mm-hmm. and um, I think that we—I do see young moms, and I want to say, take a deep breath, and you know. And there were women who said that to me, mm-hmm. spoke that into my life. Take a deep breath; it's not all on you, mm-hmm. you know. It's going to be okay, mm-hmm. you know. Have fun, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. This too shall pass. I did hear <laughs> that a few times, you know. But um, you know, the word says that God's given us all things that pertain to life mm-hmm. and godliness, mm-hmm. and that includes includes motherhood. Yeah. So, and you two ladies are beautiful moms. You know, can't can't shut me down yet without me letting you say that. <laughs> so, um, and I I think too when you're talking about community, I would say because I I see a lot of you doing that. You're you're doing amazing circles together. Um, and if you're in those circles, um, you know, be willing to open them up mm. because there's there's gals that don't have that. Maybe they don't have the biological family side of things, and they need the faith side of family. And um, we can help mm-hmm. we can help one another out as moms. Yeah, it's a good thing. Absolutely. Well, mom, thanks for being on the show. Oh. I can't believe our time is up, but it is. Yeah, it always goes really fast. I know it does. Um, I hope it wasn't too painful. <laughs> No, I thought it was great. It was awesome. Um, Thank you. Yeah, super encouraging and just real and genuine. And um, 
I appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you for having me. We on. didn't get any dirt on Rachel though. You have. I any, told you there is no we had, dirt. We, had, we still have one minute. Do you have any stories? No. Yes. No. <laughs> There's no dirt. Uh, look the other <laughs> There's way. There's no dirt. I, <laughs> she's uh, she's totally helping you out right now. I do have a cool thing to tell you about Rachel. Yes. Oh. So Yikes. when Rachel was little, really little, she was a control freak <laughs> like she is right now. I don't believe it. Okay. So <laughs> when she was little, um, we used to sit on her bed and listen to um, like salty songs <laughs> yes. and um, all of those things. And uh, I'll forget even what some of them were called then. They were tapes, you mm-hmm. know, GT and the Halo. Cassette tapes. Yeah, GT and the Halo <laughs> right. Express and stuff. And um, I really think now, because you're a worship leader, <laughs> I look back and I see that that was one of those things that the Lord had already put in Rachel um, was a calling on her life in that area. And he was, I, I was clueless to it. You know, we just, it was something fun to do. So, mm. um, yeah, and and. You know, my other girls have things in, in their life, too. If they ever get their own podcast and ask <laughs> me to be on it, I'll tell their stories there. But, um, but yeah, I think that's the, that's a cute thing. We, we've talked about that because you basically taught yourself how to play the guitar. And, you know, God's given you a spiritual gifting in it. But he he was revealing it and implanting it in you. And you're like three yeah. sitting on your bed just singing salty yeah. worship songs. So. <laughs> Very cool. So watch Aww. for those little things in your in it's your true. children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they did, do manifest. Stacy, did your mom tell a story about you? No, she didn't. Oh, okay. She like said generalities. Yeah, she yeah, did. That's yeah. good. She said how good I was as a kid. So yeah, <laughs> she was like she was the easy first child. Oh, <laughs> good stuff. Anyway, well, thank you for tuning in to this special Mother's Day episode, uh, moms. You are. You are awesome and you have one of the greatest jobs in the world. So try to find the joy and on the hard days, um, don't beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you did not catch our last two episodes, they were both special Mother's Day episodes. So please go back and listen. I think you'll be really encouraged. Um, next week, we have a really cool perspective. We're going to talk about single motherhood. Um, our really sweet friend is on and she is just incredible. We're excited to hear her story. And also, uh, if you haven't checked out our blogs yet, go to a mommingpodcast.com. We post blogs for every episode. And so we sometimes will oftentimes write content that we don't necessarily touch in the episodes. So there is extra content on there for you guys, as well as resources. And there's comment sections. So if you ever have any suggestions or questions, feel free to use the comment section. And if you haven't already, if you could just go on to whatever platform you use and give us some reviews or some stars, whatever, however you feel <laughs> about what you just heard. <laughs> That's all I'll say. You can do that. We would appreciate any reviews and we will catch you next week. Later.